Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas and welcome to Pure Hustle Podcast. I'm Mike. And this is Orlando. And before I announce the episode number, shouldn't that have been me? Like, I think I have the Santa look going on. You have more of the Santa look. Like, that could be another side hustle these days. But you you look like a a Santa before he ended up seeing the reality of the world. Mm, I don't have as much gray yet. Like, young Santa. I mean, Santa had to be young at some point, right? Well, but Santa's always jovial, though. So I can't say he was, he got sad and stressed out when he got older. That's true. Okay. So I think, but hey, it is our Christmas episode. Uh, we're just grateful to be here with you guys. I want to wish Merry Christmas to everyone or whatever you're celebrating, plus the Happy New Year. And, you know, this is one of four mini episodes. Yeah, our mini So in normally this time of year, uh, we kind of take like a two week break. And instead of, you know, releasing new content, we kind of just throw together a compilation. We go on some, hiatus. Yeah. So we throw together a compilation of, you know, our bolos, our hustles. Instead, we're like, hey, let's just do a few mini-sodes so we can have some more relevant let's content. Just keep it fresh. Produce new stuff and uh, and get to, you know, talk with our wonderful listeners. So, yeah. So today we are going to be doing our update episode. It's going to be a little bit shorter than normal. but Can, can we nice. keep it to 30? That's my question. We can do it. Okay. Challenge accepted. Well, I mean, our first two episodes were 30 minutes, I think. I think so. Back back 200 something episodes ago. Yeah. So, all right. So a lot going on now. A lot of what we're going to discuss now is kind of we're not going to go full into it until we do our final, you know, Q4 episode, you know, because I always like doing that recap in January. Yeah. Right. Yep. Because we don't know how good Q4 is until we deal with returnary. Mm. But let's not talk about that. Let's talk about the good stuff that's happening. So what's been going on with you here? Um, it's been kind of nice. So we've, we've kind of taken a, a little bit of break. Like I mentioned on our last update episode, I was looking forward to kind of slowing down. And the nice thing is we have, we haven't been listing that hard, but we've still been getting sales. In fact, we're almost at a place right now where we're like, we kind of hope this week that we don't get any more sales uh, because we know they're probably just going to turn into returns, but maybe not. Uh, but, you know, still getting sales, still getting Christmas sales. And one thing I've noticed every year, and maybe let us know down below if you've, if you've kind of noticed this too, um, I get a lot of Christmas sales, like specifically like Department 56 or Christmas decorations, like the week of Christmas. Yeah, that's interesting. And it's, it's like, you know, it's not going to get there in time. But what I always wonder is when somebody's setting up their village or they're setting up their decorations, did something break, right? Did something break in storage? A kid knocked something over, you know, somebody in the family's upset. Oh no, you know, that was grandma's, you know, whatever it was, or we've had that forever. And so they go on eBay, look, here's another one. Let's just buy it now. We'll have it for next year. So I think that's what happened. So um, don't, don't be afraid of listing Christmas stuff, even as you get even really close to Christmas, because people will be buying stuff as replacements. I think that's what it is. If you've got another theory, let me know. Uh, But yeah, so, you know, been selling some Christmas stuff, a few things that seem like they could be gifts, but uh, you know, some some just are regular sales. So it's been kind of nice to, to still be getting sales, but to not be going quite as hard. Uh, so we have that, you know, go in once a day, get some shipments done, and then just having some family time. It's been good. That's good. So I've been so busy that there's been a lot of stuff I've been postponing. And so I'll talk about my last sourcing trip, which I shared on Instagram. I was going to talk about on Monday. So I shared with Mike on the beginning of the, before the beginning of the episode that my fridge stopped working a couple of days ago. My car, my regular car is dead right now. And so, you know, I came back from this last sourcing trip and I'm, I'm a little stressed, like in the fact of, you know, this is stuff you don't want to deal with. But again, I recognized why I love reselling, right? Because I had an amazing Q4. And so I'm going to be able to take care of some of those things. I hate the fact that that's the first thing I'm spending money on is, mm. 
getting items repaired. But, you know, it, it's one of those things where this is why I, I'm very big proponent of reselling, even if you're just doing it on the side just to make a couple hundred bucks a week or maybe a hundred a week or whatever it is, because it allows you to create that quote unquote emergency fund, whether it's for car repairs or appliance repairs or whatever you need. And so, yeah, I'm a little, I'm more stressed about the time factor. Like I have, I have packages to ship today. I have, you know, I have my I'll be real. Like my place is a disarray. It's been a disarray probably for a month and a half. Uh, my, my, my kids are troopers. Like they're like, they, they get it. And so I want to have a solid three, four days of, of Christmas where like there, there's no reselling involved unless like, you know, something sells yeah. and I got to ship that out. I might go sourcing once or twice, uh, but I don't want to do anything major. So I did decide to go sourcing, on a road trip one more time. And here's what happened. So Friday. And so I'm trying to look at the date. So today is the 21st when we're dropping this. So this was on Friday, the 18th, you know, the day before the 17th sales were insane, insane uh, on Amazon and on eBay. I mean, they just took off and I, I figured they would, right? Because that's a sweet spot for Amazon. If you want to do two day, uh, two day shipping or second day shipping, because you can actually ship stuff priority Thursday and it will get there by month. Well, <laughs> it should get there by Monday. Right. So I anticipated it'd be a slowdown. So there was a slowdown on Friday in the, in the morning. Usually all my sales on Amazon are somehow in the morning, like in the, in the evening things I down, I think it's probably people at work and they're like, I don't know what to do. You know what? Let me go find stuff. But then sales started happening again. And so I was like, all right, I wonder if I can carry this through. So what I've shared before is that I used to stop doing Amazon on the about the 10th or 11th. I would send my last FBA shipment and I'd be done. And this year I decided that I was going to do Merchant Fulfilled all the way until I said the 22nd. I'm not sure I'm going to go the 22nd. Today is the 21st. I think I think I'm done with Merchant Fulfilled today. Uh, you know, because I, I if people aren't. Well, we'll talk about this a little bit. I, I think people are still going to be shopping for Christmas because of ship again, but we'll talk about that. So, so I went to Arizona. I know this is long wind, so I'm trying to keep it short. So I went to Arizona, Mike, going to Arizona was like going to another country. It, it was, it was weird. Compared to California? Yes. Maybe California is the other country. Well, I felt like <laughs> we're kind of, I, and I'm not trying to get political, but I felt like we're on a kind of like in a, in a soft tyranny here right now. Like, mm. you know, like stay your home, like, you know, you know, you can go shopping at Walmart, but don't you dare try to go shopping at any other retailer unless you're less than 20 people or whatever it is. Right. Mm. Um, you know, we can't eat anywhere like the other day. I, well, I'm not going to share this. Anyways, if you eat outside, you're not allowed to. Like, even if the establishment doesn't recognize you as being part of that establishment, that establishment can get fined if you're eating on a regular just bench that's outside their store and it has like their name brand products out there. Like it's, so anyways, so I, sorry, I, I don't mean to, it just, it was so weird. Like the moment I crossed the border into Arizona, gas dropped, like it was 289 in San Diego. It was 199 across the border and 90 cent. What, what, what is, what are we doing here? Like, what are we doing here? Right. Then I and I go to the stores and, and some of the stores you had did have to wait, but give an example. So I was sourcing at some Marshalls and so Marshalls here in California, some of them will say no more than 60 people, right? In Arizona, it was like no more than 220 people. 
And so there wasn't much waiting. I, I was at a restaurant and I ordered uh, some food and I'm like, uh, okay, I'm gonna go wait. They're like, well, you can wait in here. And I look and there's like people dining inside the restaurant. Like what? Like it, it's so weird that we have been in literal lockdown for seven months. Yeah. Like it, it, it's like we have, we, we keep talking about new, but we have been. So I'm in Arizona and it's, you know, people are masked up and, and people are doing social distancing, but it was just different. And then it was, here's the other, here's the reselling part that was different. Stores were open till 11. Hmm. We're here. We haven't been able to go sourcing past nine o'clock. I think Ross's were maybe open till 10 or 11, uh, but I know like TJ Maxx and all the other off price stores was nine o'clock. And so what they did is they started opening at 7 a.m. to make up for that lost time. So I'm thinking... I wonder how many resellers doing retail arbitrage had a greater advantage. Now, it's a mixed bag, right? Because I can go to LA and I can hit like 50 stores, where if I go to Arizona, I can't find 50 stores. Yeah, right? But there's also maybe less competition. So you're dealing with an increased number of resellers in a place like LA, but more places you could source. So it's a give and take for yeah. sure. And I drove far. I drove, I drove all the way to Nogales and uh, Sierra Vista, which is... Close to the border of Mexico. On the other side, I was almost into New Mexico uh, and Texas, and so uh, yeah, it was uh, it, it was it was a it was a fun trip. It was profitable. I still, after you know, I take away the hotel. Hotel was cheap. It was like a hundred bucks, and I stayed at a. I think I had an executive king suite at a Hilton. Like it was it was beautiful, uh, but you know, I still made about eight hundred dollars. Yeah, eight hundred dollars net if you take out the gas and you take out the hotel. Now I know that's over today. That's not a lot of money for Q four, believe it or not. If you're really making it happen, and then I picked up some other things that aren't going to be automatic profit. So that's automatic profit. I want you guys to understand. So I was buying low ranking Amazon items that while I was on the road they were selling. And and today after this podcast. I'm going to go back home after I take my car to the mechanic and I'm going to pack all those items and ship them out. So it was, it was still worth it. Cause you know, I, you know, I, I got to, I got to get away. I got to go to another country and uh, I still got to make money. Nice. So it was good. So it was so it was twilight. Good like stuff. I wonder how many of us are going to feel strange once like things are back. It's going to be a slow, it's going to be a slow back to normal. If, if ever what we used to consider normal. It was, it's bizarre. It was so, I, I can't even explain to you how strange it felt. Yeah. No. So I agree. <laughs> we, we've been conditioned in California. Yeah, for sure. So, all right. So do you have any quick random stories? Yeah. So I, uh, we've talked about the, the kind of the bolo of, of fitness goods and things like that. And I had a, a cycle trainer, like an indoor cycle trainer fluid. Uh, so if you, if you do indoor cycling and you put your bicycle on, on a trainer, uh, there are a few different types. Uh, a lot of the cheaper ones are magnetic or fan-based, and so those are very, very loud. Okay, so the back wheel kind of rests on this thing, and it spins the the little trainer thing, so it provides the the tension and it provides the the pressures if you're riding on a road. And the magnetic ones are just really, really, really loud. It sounds like you're running a blender or something. And so I had bought years ago when I was doing a little bit more cycling, and I di didn't live in a fifth wheel, and I actually had a place to put it inside. I bought a fluid one off of Craigslist, and the fluid ones are quite a bit more expensive, uh, but they're silent. And so uh, I've, I listed it a few months ago and I haven't got a lot of um, interest on it. And I think the reason why is because it's been warm here in San Diego, but we're moving into the winter season. So I know, and the first of the year, so people are going to want to get back into fitness 
and it's getting colder and people are going to want to do their cycle training inside. So I started getting a lot of interest on this and I had one guy who was very persistent asking lots of questions and I like right away kind of had red flags and I was just like, I don't, this guy's asking too many questions, you know, but I wanted to sell this thing because it's just, I wanted to get the money, wanted it quick. And so finally ended up saying, okay, we'll meet up. So we met up and I sold it and, um, he probably asked like 50 questions while I was there. There was a little bit of like a language barrier. So it was difficult. And then he gets home and he sends me pictures of the front and the there's like rubber caps on the front uh, legs of it and they weren't on there. And he goes, I need the rubber caps. And I was like, oh man. So I looked at my car and sure enough, one of them did fall off my car, but there was only one of them in there. So I'm like, oh, well, I have man. one of them. And I looked in my storage unit. I looked everywhere. And I'm like, I don't have the other. Are you sure you don't have it? And he's like, I don't have it. Um, and he said, uh, you could just, you know, I'll just bring it back. Right. And I'm like, oh man, I really wanted this sale. I don't want to deal with this. So I looked up online and they have replacement ones, but they were out of stock everywhere. Right. And the replacements are only like five bucks. I'm like, man, this is such a bummer. And so finally I just took the one I had and I measured the inside and I found like a different type of rubber cap, like foot footing thing that you, you know, put on furniture and different stuff on Amazon. It was a four pack and it was the same dimensions. And so hey, that what was, I did, that was pretty good. Of yeah. You. And so it was, it was six bucks and he asked, you know, a million questions. He He's like, how do you know these are going to fit? Cause like, I'll just mail them to you. And I was like, well, I measured them. And he's like, well, are you sure they're going to fit? And I'm like, look, how about this? How about you just drive out here, return it. I'll replace the rubber things and I'll resell it. I've got lots of interest. And immediately when I said that, he goes, okay, just, just mail them to me. Right. Cause he, <laughs> he knows he got a good deal on it. And he's not going to be able to find he played this one. Well, yeah. So, so I mailed it to him and then, cause deep down I was like, this is a Facebook marketplace meetup, right? Yeah. I could easily delete the item and block the guy and I'll never have any repercussions. Right. But like my conscience was like, no, one of them did fall off of my car. It's possible the other one fell off too. Um, and he's saying he doesn't have it. So I would feel bad selling something knowing that he didn't get the product he was hoping for. Yeah. Right. So um, then he sent me, so Amazon got it to him fast. It was like two days. He got the replacement. I got a message with the pictures of it, the feeding on and, uh, and a little thumbs up. So I'm like, sweet, perfect. Now I can block this guy. I never have to worry about him again. I got a good conscience. Right. Cause I'm sure I'm going to get a hundred more questions from him at some point. Cause he wanted me to like, print out the instruction manual. What? And so I printed out an instruction manual for him, all kinds of stuff. But uh, it's one of those things where you can make a sale happen. Um, and I use some tactics, right? Of like, look, you know, I could, he, he's wanting a refund of some kind. He wants extra money back. And I'm like, look, just, I'll give you all your money back. Give me my item. I'll sell it myself. Right. I'll fix it. And he's like, oh, wait, you're right. Like, this is a good deal. Is that Fine. from Split the Difference or somewhere? Basically. Or yeah. is that your own book that you need to write? No, I think so. I think, I think it's just strategies, you know, that we've okay. learned throughout. And so uh, I made the sale and now I've got an extra, you know, money in my pocket and kind of going into Christmas time with just extra money that, you know, this was a personal item. It was mine. It wasn't a business buy, but uh, using the strategies that we, we practice through reselling, I was able to make the sale and make a, a happy customer and have a clean conscience all at the same time. So problem solving, you know, sometimes you got to do it. See, to me though, it's interesting how local sales now that those conversations happen. Like I, if it was Craigslist, it would have been done. Yeah. Right. You would have met up somewhere, sold it. Never heard him again. No. That's it. Right. And and that's that's one of the reasons I, I'm not a big fan of local sales anymore through OfferUp or Facebook or any of that, because that element is gone. The nice thing about it was, you know, people pay you in cash. There's no fees and there's no returns. There's no other conversation. Once it's done, it's done. It's not like that anymore. Yep. I, I, and, I, and I'm pretty sure I, I hope this is not the case, but 
I see Craigslist. Well, I don't know. Craigslist has had the same website since the 90s. So I'm not sure they're going to go down that route. So if you ever want a safe place where you never have to worry about anyone, I mean, outside of, you know, make sure you meet in a safe location. Craigslist is still that go to. Yeah. But then again, too, uh, this is good for customers, right? If they know there's a little bit more of uh, uh, repercussions for people making, you know, selling bad products, they can be reported. It's going to negatively impact their account. It's my personal Facebook account, right? When you look at those things, you might have more customer confidence, which means more customers on the platform, which means more frequent sales, right? So I see that. I see that. I see that part. I just, I, I just miss the beauty of Craigslist because I remember those times where I would sell something and it was a decent sale. And I'm like, I never have to worry about it again. Cause I, I sell stuff on offer up and yeah, I have my great ratings and everything's good, but you know, any platform is always going to be customer centric. Right. And so bad reviews aren't going to hurt, hurt a customer. Like you can, you know, I don't even think you can, can you give, yeah, you can give people bad reviews on offer up, but yeah. I, I don't think people look at that as much as they do. If it was, let's say eBay or something, you know? So, so good for you. All right. I, I don't, I don't have a lot of random stories. It's just the fact that, you know, when I was in Arizona, I was kind of shocked that I was able to buy stuff and literally within moments. self like I knew that I was real and I've done it. I've done it for the last two, three years. I just was kind of shocked. I mean, I just sold something right now where we were talking that I ended up uh, picking up yesterday and I was like, oh, maybe maybe this won't sell. And, and sure enough, it sold. And so, you know, it, it, it's one of those things where you just you just. I'm wondering if we're, (laughs) I don't believe in this. Okay. But I, it makes you feel like you're in a simulation. Mm. And this is why I say that. So how is it that on Amazon, like I can pick up these items, right. And I can list them. And if the price isn't right, it's not going to sell. But if I get the buy box is literally within seconds. So I'm just thinking in my head. So for instance, I bought, I bought three of one item, right. You know, I, I listed it on Amazon, you know, I'm driving. I'm like, huh, this is, it's been an hour. This hasn't sold, right? 30 minutes later, I look, boom, they all sold within a minute. So I'm just picturing are all these, I'm just picturing people at home, like just, are they just waiting to click on it? Like to buy it? Like how, how does that happen? There's just so many people. There's so it's many people. It's just so people. hard for me to imagine. Yeah. Right? Because... It's just, it blows my mind of how fast items can sell and how accurate the algorithm is. Now, these items that I sold were ranked 44,000 and it literally was within an hour and a half all sold through. So I, I am, I'm just, I'm just astounded because <laughs> I, I, you know, I was talking to my friend the other day, he has an MBA and I was, I was telling him, I was like, can you make sense of the fact that there's this item right now, a super hot item that I have that's, it's ranked in the 20,000s right now. But I, I've been making all kinds of money on this item. But I shared this in the last podcast that unless it's at the sweet spot price, it's just not going to sell. So I'm just, uh, it's just weird that the moment I put it at that price, it'll sell. And so obviously the algorithm is doing something where it's pushing my item into the search or into the buy box. The moment that somebody gets on their computer based on the location of where my item is, too, because I know that plays a part, too. Like if you're in California, most likely because of fast shipping, Amazon is probably going to put your item there. But I I don't know. I'm just it's just it's just I feel I I always feel like eBay and Cassini, you know, and and, uh, Amazon and their buy box like it's it's kind of trying to make you keep selling. Mm. 
right? The moment you're like, oh, I don't think anything's going to sell, something sells. And you're like, wait a second. Is are, are they tra- is, is, is the Matrix trying to hook me in to resell some more? So anyways, just thought I'd share that out there. So, all right, let's move into our reselling topics. Yeah. Are we going to do a... Should we? I mean, that, that's going to cut into our 30 minutes. This discussion right now is cutting into our 30 minutes. There we go. Let's all do right. it. It is Christmas time. People are buying. People are being jolly, and and there's there's eggnog and all kinds of stuff happening. And we're still reselling because that's what we do on PRSL Podcast. Things are happening. Orlando, take it away. All right, we're gonna get to our reselling topics in just a minute. But real quick, if you haven't noticed, because you know we have our Santa hats on, we are cleanly shaven because we use SchoolShaver.com. So. Yeah. If you're still trying to get that after Christmas gift and you're going to pull like in, in, in Dumb and Dumber and give a gift with an IOU inside. Do you remember that from the movie? Uh-huh. Like we'll pay yeah. them back with IOUs. That's right. Classic. It's good as cash. Classic. That's an IOU. <laughs> so, hey, there's that option at SkullShaver.com. You can use our promo code PURE. Also, if you want to say thank you in a monetary way uh, to the podcast and allow us to continue doing what we're doing, there's buymeacoffee.com slash pure hustle. You can sign up for a sponsorship slash membership, whatever you want to call it for the year. Uh, it's five bucks a month, less than a dollar an episode. And hopefully we bring enough value that it's worth it to you to yeah. drop five bucks. And we're hoping to do more things. Uh, we're just, you know, we're hoping to get to a certain amount before we start rolling those out. So again, buymeacoffee.com slash pure hustle. And if you want to follow us on social media, Media. We are Pierce the Podcast on TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook, and Pierce the Cast on Twitter. And we have some phone numbers. You can call 619-738-1170. You can email us at Podcast at gmail.com. Thank you all for the incredible iTunes reviews and buying shirts. And I think that's the fastest we've ever done that. Yeah. It's kind of funny because uh, that was literally what we were talking about doing when you said not to do it. Oh, did, did we? Yeah. Right before we did the... Uh, I said, do we want to do the... And you're like, no, oh. not... Sorry, sorry. <laughs> I was kind of confused there. I'm in. The, you I'm went in the for it. All right, let's go to let's go to our reselling topics. Okay, so we're gonna keep this short. So obviously, uh, obviously, obviously, should be getting his hit. Dun dun dun. I mean, it's it's hit pretty bad. Now, I'm I'm saying that I think should be getting his hit more on if you sell on eBay than if you hit sell on Amazon. I have not, I have not received any messages. Now I am not a multi-million dollar Amazon seller. So obviously I don't have as many packages as some people I've seen on Instagram that are getting messages, but on eBay, I've been getting, have you been getting messages? Um, I mean, I've had a few people say like, where's my, my package, you know, and it's like, well, you know, it's still on its way. Luckily I haven't had any return requests yet, but uh, I'm sure they're coming. You didn't, you didn't message in one of those memes. Like yeah. it's in God's hands. Yeah. Yeah. Just so, stop tracking it. It's just in God's stop. hands now. So it, it's it's hilarious because those memes aren't only funny in the reselling community. I seen them on regular Facebook pages. Yep. Right. Like here's the thing. So I just wanted to share this tip on the response because I've had I've done this a few times. And I'm not saying it's perfect, but you know, I'll they'll usually open a case. So I just I had a case just recently open and they want a refund, right? And it's really hard to give a refund on something that you haven't received the item back on. Right. And this item's a $85 item and I'm not ready to give a refund yet. So I kindly message and say, Hey, I'm so sorry. Unless, you know, not, I don't say, don't you know, but I'm so sorry. It it seems that the USPS is having major delays. 
uh, I'm more willing to refund, but let's give it a few days until December 24th. If your item doesn't arrive by December 24th, uh, we can move forward in the process of trying to resolve this. So I don't give any, I don't give any answer. I don't say, yes, I'm going to refund you. I just, I just push the date back to, to as far as I can. Right. And I haven't had anybody get really angry at me yet. Um, I've had somewhere the item did arrive like a day or two later and they said they closed the case and everything's all good. I've had people message me, even though the tracking doesn't show that it arrived. They said, Hey, just want to let you know my item arrived. Merry Christmas. Right. Right. So again, you know, don't feel like you have to refund right away. And I'll talk about how eBay has your back on this, you know, just send a very polite message. I'm so sorry that your item hasn't arrived. USPS is experiencing major delays. Please wait a few more days to see if the package arrives. And if it has not arrived by the 24th of December, uh, let's work at resolving this and just leave it at that. Now, they might come back at you, but eBay, eBay has announced on their on their solar community page more protections extended because not only that, but there's a northeastern snowstorm that hit. Mm. <laughs> you know, it's 2020, right? So who knows? But so this is what they said. So we already talked about in the last podcast of the three ways that eBay would protect you, right? One is if you have your item scanned within your stated handling time. Two, if the person marks yes, it arrived on time, even if it didn't, which that's kind of a funny one to me. Or the last one, tracking shows the delivery scan within the latest delivery date. So if you notice the delivery dates, I was trying to buy a video game for my son yesterday, and it's showing that it's not going to arrive till the 28th through the 30th. Nice. Now, it's under expedited shipping. So my guess is if I buy it, it, it probably will arrive. I'm trying to buy GoldenEye. Remember GoldenEye? Yep. So I, I, I want to introduce them to the... What do, you, what do you call those games again? What do you mean? First person shooters? That's what it is. Like the OG ones. Yeah, the OG yeah, Golden ones. Eye was. I love OG. Golden Eye. Yeah. It is. Have you seen they can grade it? If it's brand new, graded, they go for five thousand dollars. Nice. And that graded. Yeah. People collect anything, man. I feel I I've I've lost money though, because I've found a lot of new and sealed video games and I've sold that was years ago though. It's been it's been harder to find those. Yeah, it's I mean, but but people underestimate like how good they have to be in order to be graded like highly. Like True. they have to literally be like already protected from the moment they came out of the factory, pretty much in a case ready to be graded. Like they can't have like once a human finger touches it, it's losing, it's losing grades. Yeah, I see it's, that. It's, I see it's, that. it's, it's, it's pretty intense. Okay. So anyway, so golden eye isn't going to happen and I didn't, I didn't get it for you. So if you're listening to this podcast, so I'm sorry. Sorry, bud. Sorry. All right. So <laughs> emulator. So that is true. That's true. Now, they have offered more protections, which I think is great. I love how eBay is really trying to work with us on this. Uh, do I want to ask you this? Did you get a gift from eBay? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. All right. Moving on. That's all right. So, <laughs> I don't need any gifts. I, no, no. I'm sure it's in the mail. I'm sure it's somewhere. But uh, eBay sent us. Maybe it was for us, but it was a wireless speaker with like an eBay logo on it. Nice. So maybe it was meant for both of us to keep in the studio. No, I don't know. I doubt it. <laughs> I shouldn't have said anything. You're, you're, the, you're the bigger seller. It's fine. No, no, no. We're not going to go there. All right. Okay. Let's get back. Anyways, eBay is bay. All right. So they said they will automatically remove any defects and associated negative or neutral feedback for item not received cases closed without seller resolution when tracking was uploaded and has a physical scan from the carrier before the case was opened. So that could mean at any time. That could mean when you dropped it off at the post office. That could mean while it was in transit. Anytime. It's pretty awesome. 
A delivery scan shows the item was delivered after the case was closed. So you might get that negative, but it arrives after and it shows it. Okay. And here's the last one. In addition, there ca- uh, these cases will not impact your service metrics rating. Nice. So I think we're good. Yeah. Right. As long as, you know, you do all the things that a good seller does, right? You, you ship out in time and it gets scanned. That's it. You're in the clear. So that's why, I, you know, I post on Instagram, like, are you still going to ship through the weekend? And that's why I kept, I kept pushing people. I said, hey, you're doing your part, right? The, the hardest part is if you have to refund people, but then that's money, that's money you wouldn't have anyways, right? So, but it's kind of hard, you know, like I, I didn't mention this, but on, on my, uh, on my Arizona trip, I, and I'll share this if it, it sells, I picked up an item for 500 bucks that I'm trying to flip for 2000 and it'll be a hustle a week if it works out. But, you know, let's say, let's say I sell that item for 2K and it gets lost in shipping. I hope that doesn't happen. Right. I'm not losing 2000. I'm losing 500, which is a lot of money. But, the, you know, that's how it is with resale, right? The, the, the item that they want their 85 bucks back, I'm going to lose probably 20 bucks. I think I paid like 26 bucks for those items. Uh, and so you got to look at it that way. But anyways, losing at all is not fun. So, so yeah, that, that is a uh, ship again. And yeah. So anyways, hope you guys are doing well. Let us know in the comments, but, but let's not make it a, <laughs> how about offer solutions in the comments about how you've been dealing with ship again. it's good. It's good. And then we do have some potentially good news. I mean, there's obviously huge political ramifications for things like this, but uh, there's uh, looks like new stimulus checks have been approved. It looks like it's probably going to be $600 per person. And, uh, if and then six hundred per kid is it? Yeah. So even dependent. So, so nice, if you got it before, you'll get it again. Right. So the nice thing with that is um, obviously the idea is stimulate economy, and we all experience that, right? When people receive their stimulus checks, I think we all noticed eBay and, and Amazon and Mercari and all those sales kind of spiked because people had money that maybe they weren't expecting. And of course, there are some of those who who absolutely need this money. They've they're struggling, and it's not discretionary income, but for some people and for many people, it's just going to be money they weren't expecting, discretionary money, and they're going to spend it on things they want. And so uh, don't don't be afraid to list. List list a lot of things because um, people are going to have money to spend that maybe they weren't expecting to spend. Not everyone, obviously, but, but many people, maybe more than before. And so uh, an extra... per family that could end up being, you know, quite a bit of extra sales that you're getting. Yeah. And so I, you know, real quick, I wanted to share the idea that remember they're based on the previous year's tax returns. Right. And Mm -hmm. so a lot of people have changed jobs or they figured out they became entrepreneurs or they found more ways of making money. So people, even though they're, they're killing it in 2020, right. They found other ways to make money. They're still going to get that money. Right. Right. So, you know, I, I got a lot of messages this last week about somebody bought something and they're like, you know, I can't afford this. You know, I, I, I can you please cancel the transaction, which now you might have post Christmas sales. Mm-hmm. Right. This, this could be a game changer. And again, I, I always want to say, yes, there are a lot of people that are not going to be spending on that because they're going to need that money. But I do believe there's going to be a large swath of the population that <laughs> is just going to be extra. And they're going to go spending. So our bolo for this one is just list everything. Yeah. List everything. Now. List it all. Let's talk. <laughs> I know, but let's talk about what we're looking forward to. What are you looking forward to these next few days? Um, so 
I've kind of uh, I've talked before about that that new hustle that I started, and I'm still working on on building up the infrastructure for it. But I think I've got the name and a logo like figured out, and and that's one thing that that reselling has taught me. And starting this podcast is uh, there's a lot of ways to make money, and so um, obviously this is going to connect in some ways to eBay, but it's going to connect. I'm going to have other local sales and other things going on. It's going to be a service slash slash uh, product that I'm selling, and so. Um, looking at that is kind of exciting and to see that all of the things I've learned from reselling. And that's one thing that I want to just encourage people is as you learn new skills, that the skills you learn are, it's, it's like adding tools to your, your workbench that you can use for other jobs, right? It's not just like, this is only reseller specific. These are tools now that you can use for other things. And so, uh, maybe look into 2021 as an opportunity to, expand your eBay business, expand your reselling, but maybe branch out, try something new, use some of the things you've learned, try something new. And uh, again, if it fails, we've talked about grit. That's our, uh, our, the book that we're doing right now for a level up review. And we'll be finishing that later this week. And so, um, you know, exercise some grit, be willing to try out, branch out, maybe fail and learn from it. And so I'm excited to, I'm excited to see this new thing come to fruition. Yeah, it it I'm excited about it. So I can't wait till we share what it is eventually. So yeah. all right. So I mine's gonna be kind of weird. So I'm looking forward to rest, recovery, and rebuilding in the sense that I have not taken a break since November. And I, I think it's about time for me to take a break. Uh I, I've never worked so hard in my life, but it didn't feel like work. It was fun. But I, I do there's a lot of things I didn't take care of, right? Like my car. I'm talking about my dead car. I, I I need to make sure I keep up the maintenance on my on my original vehicle. Uh, you know, I got some housings I gotta take up. I gained probably the reseller 30, whatever you want to call it, because I was just eating junk on the road. Yeah. And so looking forward to getting back on that. And then um, uh, you know, as far as rebuilding eBay, because I kind of put here's what's crazy. I didn't list at all. And I just hired a helper and have all these listings that are ready to go. So I'm going to, I'm going to keep listening. And here's the beauty that, you know, I might only spend an hour a day over the next few days, right? Through Christmas doing eBay. But that's one of the things about reselling, even as a full-time reseller is that if you, if you work hard, really hard and you make those sales happen, you can take an extended time off. Right. So I'm also looking forward to, uh, maybe traveling to that new country. So, and, uh, you know, enjoying regular life for a moment. And, yeah. uh, yeah, just, you know, enjoying the fruits of my labor. That's right. So, Good stuff. So, hey, hope all of you are able to do the same and that you have an incredible uh, holiday and Christmas time with your friends and family. And with that being said, make sure to be real. Be relevant. And be reselling. Merry Christmas. Peace.